Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. As we know from this show yesterday, and we're seeing it hugely on social media uh, again today, and we have podcast the uh, discussions that we had on the show yesterday around the controversy surrounding the Kuna Nakhlesheen Road. Uh, Fianna Fáil TD for Limerick City, Willie O'D, is on the line with us live now. Good morning to you, Willie. Have you spoken to the Taoiseach, Michal Martin, about this? And is he going to insist that the line minister in question allowed this road, money already spent on it, in the programme for government, a long-term project in terms of regeneration, vital, the locals say, for business and community in the Moyross area, to proceed immediately? Well, I have, but, but I mean, I, I must say, the first people to contact me about this were the officials in Limerick County Council, and I was more than surprised because we signed off on that. We signed off on the regeneration project back in 2007, as you know. This is an essential part of the regeneration programme, and there is, despite statements of the country, there is a specific commitment to this in the programme for government. It doesn't specifically mention that road, but it's quite clear on page nine of the programme for government, uh, which I can read the relevant paragraph to you if you wish, that that. that the government are committed to proceeding with that road. Now, immediately I'm being contacted by Limerick County Council. I spoke to the Taoiseach and I spoke to senior officials in his office and what I was told was the Fianna Fáil policy is that that road go ahead. And, uh, you know, I didn't spoke to Eamon Ryan and explain the situation to him. He told me he was coming down to meet uh, the local people there, which he did, and I understand the meeting from talking to people who were at that meeting. I understand the meeting was inconclusive. And that's just not acceptable. So I'm getting back to the Taoiseach again and I will be raising the matter at the next meeting of the Fianna Fáil Parliamentary Party to get an actual party decision on it that the Taoiseach should just simply say to him and Ryan, look, yeah. sign off on this. This, well, this, this is necessary. Well, I mean, if, the, the, if some of those individuals who were at that virtual meeting have been on mm-hmm. the show with us, including Father Pat Hogan, mm-hmm. and they are certain that, in essence, the minister said rail is my preference, that's where we're going, and the road isn't going to happen. And now the official statement from the Department of Transport, not the minister, who we're very happy to have on the air, uh, is that he met with the residents um, and he wanted to ensure local input into the final decision. So which is it? Well, there's no point in having local input into a final decision if you've already made the final decision before you get the local input. I mean, that doesn't obviously make sense. I mean, my understanding when I spoke to the minister and I sat down and spoke to him for about 20 minutes about it, my understanding was that he was going to come down and take careful account of what people were going to say to him. Now, the fact of the matter is that the two major parties in government, as you rightly said, uh, we need the Green Party, of course, the surviving government, but the two major parties in government are very much for this road. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not opposed to rail at all, and I think Limerick could do with some light, a light rail system, such as, as along the lines being proposed by Eamon Ryan, but this road stands on its own. This road is different because it is an integral part of the regeneration process. And, I mean, I have spoken to business people, to potential investors who would be prepared to invest in the Myras area to the great benefit of all the north side of the city and all of us in, indeed in the city if, the, if this road were to go ahead. Now in addition to that, 17 million of taxpayers' money has already been spent and that indicates that it was an existing project which the government is committed to continuing in the programme for government. So as I say, I will be raising this at the next meeting of the Fianna Fáil Parliamentary Party to get, to get the party behind me, to get a party decision, to tell the Taoiseach tell the minister to go ahead with this. Okay. Willie, really, um, how long are you in politics in Limerick now? 
too long, Joe. Since the 70s in an active way. And I would imagine that since the 70s you've been hearing about a light rail for Limerick City and County. I have indeed. I have indeed. Off and on. Off and on. Off, depends, off and on, yeah. It's, depends, it's, the, it's the one on the, that's pulled out on a regular basis. And yes. no one that we had on yesterday was objecting to the concept yeah. from IROS, but they were saying surely it should be alongside a project which is already underway and money already spent. I mean, it's extraordinary we're talking about this. Absolutely. I mean, sure, who could, who in their right mind, I mean, could argue, could argue with that? I mean, the fact of the matter is that the government committed, they've spent taxpayers' cash, seven million of taxpayers' cash. They've put in the estimates, in, I don't know, was it last year's or the year before the estimates, the other 56 or 57 million was provided for in the estimates. So the money has been provided. But in order for the money to be spent, the minister has to sign a piece of paper. So I think what's happening is quite ludicrous. I mean, you know, the minister has a particular ideology, but when he came into government, when he negotiated a programme for government, he knew that the government were committed to that project. He signed off on the programme for government, which contains, which repeats that commitment. Not that the was any need for it anyway because the money had been put in the estimates but just to make absolutely certain it was committed in the programme for government so I mean the delay is inexplicable and I mean like I can understand people's frustration uh, people's frustration and annoyance and I can understand the the crying need for that road and you know we have to get a decision on this a positive decision a positive sign off sooner rather than later because it has dragged on too long if this road were underway in Mona Lean rather than Moyross, would the minister not be proceeding with it? Well, I don't want to personalise, you know, and get into conflict or discussions about the relative merits of different areas. I mean, there's, there's an even greater need for it, actually, in Moyross than in Mona Lean. And, you know, I, I can't go into the minister's mind and say what attitude he would have towards Mona Lean. I think the general... When, when I sat down, I mean, I, I'm only reading between the lines here, but when I did sit down with the minister, he seemed to have some sort of a, an ideological objection to roads per se, uh, you know, he, he thought there was enough roads in the country, and he didn't want any more. And he, he wanted to. He, he felt that transport should mainly be focused on rail and buses, etc. Uh, well, mainly rail. Uh, but 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 that's not good enough. I mean, this this is a specific commitment that's there. I mean, the minister, if the minister has various views on roads, I mean, let him let him you know tell the cabinet about those views in relation to future planned road projects. I mean, you can't retrospectively decide that something that has already been decided to go ahead by a government won't now go ahead because the minister feels he doesn't like roads. Um, one other thing, I mean, you're well able to fight your own corner, and you were minister for defence in a cabinet, but mm. presumably all. Ultimately, if the Taoiseach instructed you in a particular direction, I mean, we all have bosses and the boss makes a call on something. Unless you were being asked to do something illegal or immoral or unethical, then you just have to go along with it. So that's the part that people don't understand here. Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael are clearly in the majority. Your TDs uh, within the area are all in favour of this. It's already underway. Why can't Micheál Martin and Leo Varadkar simply instruct Damon Ryan? I don't think it can work like that. I mean, the, the Taoiseach certainly could have instructed me when I was Minister for Defence because the, the, it was a Fianna Fáil Taoiseach, I was a Fianna Fáil deputy. This, Eamon Ryan is leader of a, a party that doesn't, I mean, you Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael, the Green Party is a separate party. Yes, and but we the need constitutional position doesn't change. And we need, well, we need our support. I mean, the constitutional position mightn't change, but if the Minister, if the minister takes his heels in, then we could have a government crisis. But I don't think that, you know, it's, 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 it's going to be elevated to that situation because from talking to officials, from talking to party members in both Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael, I feel that the support amongst the two major parties is so overwhelming that ultimately the Minister will be compelled to sign off 
Finally, um, in your career, have you ever seen the country in a tougher spot than we are at the moment? It's a bad situation, Joe. There's no doubt about that. It's a it's a bad situation. I mean, you know, I I must confess, and this is the you know the, you're the first journalist to say this, to, but I must confess, I'm disappointed with the government decision yesterday not to impose a full quarantine on people coming from all over the world and talking about you know people being quarantined in houses, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. You see, what I'm finding from talking to people and from people communicating with me via email and Facebook and whatever is that people are very, very tired at this stage. They're very frustrated. And they would be prepared to sign up to anything that would help, you know, to, to, to bring the lockdown to an early conclusion as early as possible. And I think that ultimately a full and proper quarantine will be needed to do that, not the, not the sort of half or three-quarter measures we saw yesterday. So are you saying then that unlike the current government position as announced yesterday, you as a former minister and you as a current member of the government is in support of the zero COVID strategy? Yes, I am. Because, uh, you know, when you, I've heard various government spokesmen praising, for example, what's happening in New Zealand. Well, you know, if what's happening in New Zealand is so great and if it has worked, uh, why not follow? Why, why, why not do the same thing? And what has happened in New Zealand effectively is a full quarantine, and that has been absolutely central to getting them where they are, where one one uh, one outbreak of COVID-19 uh, is uh, almost causes a national crisis, and the government move immediately to see that it doesn't spread. I, I think ultimately that there will have to be a zero COVID strategy because we cannot continue indefinitely in lockdowns, partial lockdowns, uh, you know, which is causing uncertainty about you know school reopening. Needs kids, etc. Uh, you know, they, 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 I, I, I think just more decisive action is needed than what we've seen today. Right, but both uh, the Taoiseach, the Tornishta, and I think on this one, um, the leader of the Green Party, they all seem ad idem, which is that this is a false promise that zero COVID isn't possible in Ireland. Well, I don't see why not. I mean, New Zealand is a country roughly the same population as Ireland. And uh, if it's the same size of police force, the same size of the army, roughly the same size, etc. So if it can be done, if it can be done, if it can, my apologies, my apologies, Joe, my phone, my phone is ringing. Well, I, I know it's happening there. Every other journalist in the country is now ringing Pro- after what you just said to us. Probably, but, but look, you know, if it can be done elsewhere, it can be done here. And, it, you know, it can be done to a greater extent than the government are proposing to do it at present, you know, where you're talking about stuff like people, you know, p- people being quarantined in their own homes. I mean, this is, this is this is a fiction, let's face it. This is a fiction. I mean, if you look at any place where a quarantine has been imposed, what has happened is that a, des- a centre has been, de- centres have been designated and people have to stay there for 14 days and self-isolate there for 14 days and there are people on behalf of the government there to ensure that they do just that. All right, well, you've heard it here first. Uh, Willie O'DTD of Fianna Fáil in Limerick City calling for a zero COVID uh, strategy. Thank you for talking to us on both of those topics. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.